Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life. Now, before we go any further, I'm no doctor, no psychiatrist, no psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years. And to be honest, I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that, among other things, required me to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips, tricks, and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. E-L-E, everybody love everybody. This is your home, no judgment zone. Welcome to Medicine Ball. I appreciate you. This week's episode, season three, episode six. L-O-L, or Lens of Love. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into this week's episode, L-O-L. And I want to make sure because I know that it can sound a little funny. Lens, L-E-N-S, as in like in your glasses. Lens of Love. And before I start this episode, I want to give y'all an update. (laughs) If you're following me on my platforms... Medicine Ball LS and the number three, Medicine Ball LS3, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Then you see what I see. I was successful in getting some of my merchandise and, you know, I got to practice what I preach. Man, that's $10 for me because I didn't turn my phone on silent. But I got to practice what I preach. And, uh, you know, instead of giving up and just throwing it all in and getting frustrated with situations, sometimes we got to look step back, look at the situation, be like, man, what can I get out of this situation? And that required me, as I talked about in my last episode, actually going to the shop where they make the shirts, spending some quality time with my homeboy who I was talking to you guys about. But basically, um, I'm going to keep it real. His nephew completed one hoodie and it was wrong. So, um, you know, I was able to get a couple of hoodies, a couple of T-shirts, a couple of baby tees, and um, he's going to continue to work on the order, and we're going to build up from there. So a majority of the little stuff that I did have, to be honest, is sold out. One of the hoodies I am rocking for the uh, YouTube uh, video launch special I'm going to do, and we're going to keep it rolling from there. Uh, the race to 5,000 people, I think I'm at like 3,500 on Instagram, man. Look, listen, just help me out. I got a goal of 5,000. 
Medicine Ball LS3. Share the uh, profile. Let your friends know. Send in a direct message. All that good stuff. Especially if it's somebody who the things that I'm speaking on you feel like may be able to help them or assist them getting through, um, you know, some obstacles they may be facing at the time. All right. So let's just get straight into this LOL lens of love and God is good because it's just like I'm gonna keep it real with you guys like and this is how he works. So I was gonna do an episode where I just like kept it real on a bunch of stuff that like people, you know, just overlook and I had think so I had so I keep a lot of my stuff in like a notes or a Google notes or something of that nature. Right. And I had already like came up with the name and started going off on topics and all of that. Um, and I think I'm still going to do that. But two things. Number one, I think it's important to talk about love before we talk about anything that could possibly bring somebody down or be perceived as negative. All right. So I think that's important. Number two, it's like when it came time for the podcast, like I normally put my flyers and all that stuff together. And for some reason, I didn't click on the little uh, filing section within my notes because then I would have been able to see, oh, man, you already got this joint. I would have been a step ahead. So I pray and, and I sat here and just as I continued to laugh, um, it came from journaling. Right. So I've been telling you guys about like I'm trying to get better at journaling. I see that everywhere. It came from journaling. And as I've been trying to journal more each and every day, I I, I don't know why, but I started to put like if I laugh at something I'm writing, I'll put in like quotations or parentheses, LOL. So I think I had literally wrote LOL in the journal at something and boom, it hit me. Lens of love. Let's get into it. It's crazy. But anyway. All right. So, um. You know, as I as I continue to go on this relationship with God, I know you're probably like, man, he always started with that. But it's real. I'm keeping it real. All right. As I continue to go on this journey and trying to make sure that I'm locked in with God, I'm linked in and, you know, continue to uh, build that relationship. Right. Um, Of course, you know, I, I do the devotionals and anyone who's new, go back and check some of the older episodes. If you've been following me, I told you it just started out of a, like a little habit thing. Just like with the language uh, program I was using, counting the days. So it started off like that. But, of course, I knew it would happen. I began to become more engrossed in the Bible app and the devotionals. So even it seems like the uh, sermons I was having at the church I go to, I kept seeing this idea of love. I kept going back to these passages of love and like not just like human love, what we think of as earthly love, but just like a love that doesn't make sense almost. And I remember one of the sermons I had seen, man, which church was it? It wasn't my current church, but long story short, he was talking about seeing through the lens of love or being uh, more loving and seeing through the eye of love when it comes to dealing with situations. So when I saw the LOL with my journaling, it all worked out. So what does this mean to see through the lens of love and be a more loving person, man? All it means is that we're more empathetic of people. We're more forgiving of people. We go into situations with that mindset. But the deepest part is it's tied to the same type of forgiveness that God showed us time and time again in the Bible. Like, and I say this all the time, no blasphemy, man. I go through, I go, I'm reading the Bible and I'll be like, oh man, he was going to obliterate us. Right. And I'm talking about the human race. <laughs> He's going to obliterate us. And he should. He just saved us and we went off and did like exactly what he told us not to after he just saved us after we was crying because we had already disobeyed him another time. Right. So it's tied to that. 
it's tied to the idea of Jesus dying. Easter just passed. And, you know, um, that was brought to my attention as well. Like Christianity, if you're a Christian, the, your whole belief is um, founded on the principle that Jesus died but was resurrected. So, so thinking about that, Jesus could have stopped or done anything justified for the torment he was receiving while trying to give his word. And he never did that. He took it a step further. He took a punishment he didn't have to take. In order for us to be cleared for sins that we commit now over and over again, ask for forgiveness and do them again, he took care of that. And I say this all the time, like even to people who may not be believers, like just logically, man, like I don't know nobody who's going to help somebody out, let them disrespect them, give their son to try to help them out, let them kill their son and still allow them to live. What kind of love and mercy and grace is that? And it's very important that you understand that looking through the lens of love or looking at things with more love has to be founded in that principle because this world is going to tell us that some of the things I'm going to get into today, and I'm going to keep it short and straight to the point, some of the things I'm going to get into today are not going to make sense based on thinking how this worldview is, all right? So I'm going to get straight to the point with three things, and I'm going to incorporate three things in my life or three things in your life that, and there's a ton of things that you can do to start to see with more love. Because as I was writing this topic out, man, I just felt myself trying to write out stuff. And it's not even that complicated. It's not that complicated. So the lens of love, even with dealing with the, the, my merchandise situation, like, it, it, like the world will tell you, like, you have a whole social platform. Go out there and put them folks out there and put the name of the company out there. It's justified. Nah, the lens of love, and here are three things you can do. That I, you know, often find myself seeking, but not even seeking anymore. It's almost natural because I'm so into being empathetic and being understanding. All right. Number one, connect with others. Let me be specific. Look for opportunity to connect with others. And when I say others, I'm not talking about your friends. I'm talking about situations where you would call them random. So. I told you guys the story about taking Mamba to his first uh, veterinary visit at the PetSmart and like how left that went and how I felt like I was uh, treated, but I didn't tell you guys about this part. So I'm sitting on the little bench because uh, this is a, a rich folks PetSmart, like Banfield is in the PetSmart, right? I'm sitting on this little bench out front and I'm kind of wound up because I just had this lady like try to school me like I'm dumb. Like, yeah, look on the back of the bag and it'll tell you how much to feed your dog. I'm all frustrated and I'm still aware of my surroundings and an old white lady, right? Old white, la older white lady. Like she had to be at least in her 80s. If I'm just judging, I don't know, you know, but um, she had made her way to sit like, you know how these little wooden benches be right next to each other and there's that little bitty gap of space in between. Well, she had made herself to sit on the bench that was right next to mine, but closest to the gap, if I'm making sense. Like she could have slid down, but she sat right there. And I was aware of it, but I was kind of dealing with my own situation, worried about what I was going on and frustrated. And she was kind of sniffling. And even me with Corona going on, I was just so engrossed in what I had going on and my frustration that I didn't even sweat that. And I look over at her finally, and she she just talks to me, and she says, um, 
they just put my dog to sleep. Like, I can't make this up. They just put my dog to sleep, and she was crying right there, right? So I talk about this often in my episodes, and even in, like, real life with people. I, I know God gives us gifts, and I don't know all my gifts for sure, but one gift I am for sure of is this ability that I have for people to just, like, spill their guts to me you feel me and i and i mean that's the way i could put it like people i just meet man end up be telling me will tell me about like an eight-year relationship they were in when they were younger they didn't like that kind of stuff but so anyway so she just looks at me and she's crying and she's like they just put my dog to sleep so her husband was in the store because as as i'm talking to her i remember they had walked by and now i'm putting it together like hey they putting the dogs to sleep as well right back there it's the vet still right so I didn't stop and be like, why are you telling me this? I didn't give her a weird look. I didn't say, well, hey, that don't have nothing to do with me. I stopped right there. And I'm thankful for this moment even now as I talk about it, man. And I gave her my full attention. And and, and I was like, I'm sorry to hear that. And then I took it a step further. Like, how old was your dog? And I had a real conversation with her. And it didn't change the fact that her dog died. but I realized God put people in situations. You you see what I'm saying? It was on me right there. Number one, that calmed me down from what I was frustrated about. Number two, it just shows awareness. And that's how you see through the lens of love, because I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I'm being so honest right now. Whenever, and this started maybe way before when I started to go visit my grandmother, I would see these older white people, but I live in Georgia. So if they like 80 or 85 years old, I'm automatically thinking, yo, they're definitely racist. So, and that's something I got to get over. And I know it might not be right, but it's like, even in that situation, like, and it's a little funny, thing. it's not cool, but I'm working on it. But any, in even that situation, I was like, man, we in this pet smart, All, the whole staff is standing at the counter right there. And here this lady is holding her dog collar in her hand and something made her talk to me about that. Look for connections with others don't turn your face up and think about yourself accept that for what it is that person confided in you enough to express something that deep and emotional it's very very selfish very it tell you a lot about yourself if you if you can't just stop and 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 accept that and and take from that situation what you will all right connect with others man number two be aware of your power be aware of your power. Now, LS3, we're talking about looking through the lens of love. What do you mean power? Well, power is also uh, energy. And this relates to me so much because I talk about it a lot and people don't see it. They tell me, I don't see that in you. Man, I'll be an agitated person, bro. Like to the point where it should be like the smallest stuff really just like agitates the heck out of me. Like I give you just like. Before I came and shot this episode, I'm taking mom by outside and my father, older guy, y'all already know the story, but the dishes in the dishwasher are clean. That agitated me for like 0.2 seconds. Like, okay, like, but agitation, be aware of your power. You don't want to be that grumpy person. I don't want to be that grumpy person. And God, I, I truly believe has placed Mamba, my dog in my life for just that. Like, because it makes me aware to another level because he doesn't understand if I'm playing the video game and I'm cussing. He's just going his cage. 
he don't understand if I'm at work and I'm dealing with a frustration situation and I'm about ready to karate chop through my desk and I might pound my desk. He's just going to cage. Or if I'm on the phone call and I'm getting frustrated with somebody, he just goes in the cage. So because of that, that has made me more aware of my energy and my mood on a constant basis. And now I find myself like looking at him just to see if his ears is up or if they down, if he's kind of hunched over and apprehensive or if he's, you know, jovial. Did he go to the cage for no reason? Like sometimes I'll be playing the game like and we've worked it out, but I'll look up and notice this dude don't put himself in the cage for like an hour and I feel bad. So even when I got frustrated with my dad saying that, I just looked at him in that 30, that point two seconds. And it's like, he knew he looked at me like, bro, you about to, you go be all right. And it keeps me aware of my mood. Be aware how your mood affects the moods of others and people around you. Even in my situation as a manager, man, I got to be aware that like, Yo, if I'm in a grumpy mood for something that don't have nothing to do with anybody else, that little snappy comment that I just chalked up and is regular to me may have ruined somebody's day. And I know it don't it sounds corny. You might be like, it's not that deep. No, it is that deep. You don't know what they're going through. You didn't even stop to think about them. And that little smart remark that's nothing to you is not being said to you. It's being said towards somebody else. You may have just ruined that person's day. You may have just made Mamba go to the cage for no reason. Be aware of your power and how your mood not only affects you, but affects those around you. Number three, and this one fits so well. Um, it fits so well. Real quick side story. So anybody who knows me knows I'm a real I'm, I'm I, I got a couple of guys I like, but I rock with Batman. Right. But it was when I seen that Joker movie. And looked at it and kind of looked at how I am. I laugh a lot. Sometimes in inappropriate situations, I have a lot of characteristics of the Joker. Number three is be kind to yourself. So I realized that I laugh in situations or sometimes like people, if you're around me, will be like, why is he laughing to himself? It's because I'm thinking about something. And I knew that it was kind of a subconscious thing to avoid me from getting angry. But as I started to like research like the scientific effects of laughter, I realized that my body, my mom must have just adapted because it's because it's so much more. So be kind to yourself. I often talk about healthy self-analysis, healthy self-analysis and talk. You know, some people will tell you, well, man, you can't just walk around and just talk positive and think of it. No, you can't. But if you do it long enough, like your body and certain things happen to where you just take things in a better mood. I laugh a lot and I laugh the most when I'm doing these self analysis of goals that I have set or tasks that I would like to accomplish. And even in tense situation with other people, I tend to lean towards laughter because First, they don't frown your face. You know what I mean? It loosens up the your face muscles. It uses some muscles too, but it loosens up those frowning face muscles, right? It releases a chemical in your body that tells your uh, tells your your system and your brain that this is a relaxing, uh, an enjoyable experience. And even if you're analyzing something that might be rough, you'll be able to look at the positives from it if you approach it with a chuckle. 
I was very upset about my merchandise and the fact that I had to go down there after I had waited a month plus and paid a deposit and actually helped work on my own merchandise. I was irate. But then I had to chuckle, man. I had to laugh at the situation, man. And it allowed me to even look at like my partner who I've been watching him make shirts from years and who I thought, you know, it was going to be a tedious process. Man, he don't actually became fire at what he do. The longest time was spent cleaning up after his nephew. My man who I was thinking, man, this 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 guy is going to be sitting here and it's going to take forever, knocked out like five, six items in literally like an hour, hour and a half quality items. So I saw the good in that. I saw the good in like he didn't get no money from me. And even though he my friend, it would take a lot for me to go clean up another person's mess, literally and figuratively, right? And still do some work for free when it's something that I'm good at, that I get paid to do. So I had to laugh at that. And and even when I uh, looked at my first design, the only one that his nephew made and it was the wrong one, man, we laughed at that. And I realized, man, it could be worse. I could be empty handed. I could be absolutely no hope for anything that represents my brand. But it worked out. Because that was a goal. So bringing it back. The reason why I had to deal with that was a lighthearted move is because that was a task and a goal that I had set forth for myself. You know, that tied in with a lot of things that I had planned to do with the YouTube, with the website and so forth and so on. And I was really hard on myself about it. Like, man, I handled this wrong. I shouldn't have dealt with people I know. And and, and, and it got me upset. But as I started to do a healthy self-talk and a healthy self-analysis, I was like, man, Let's look at the positive of this, man. Like, yeah, you could have probably handled it quick better or backed out earlier, but at least you got to spend some time with your people. And, you know, you can literally say like, yo, I put my first shirt together. Don't be so hard on yourself. Forgive yourself when you when, when you mess up. Being kind to yourself is also uh, largely about the ability to forgive yourself, because let me tell you something, man. If you can't truly forgive yourself for the things that you have done or the mistakes that you have made, like it is darn near scientifically impossible for you to be able to forgive others and the mistakes that they have made. All right. And so just ending on that note, that was the third three, uh, being kind to yourself, man. And we talking about looking through the lens of love. I want to read you guys one of what has become my favorite verses and even early on in my my new uh, journey to become more spiritually sound, this really stuck out to me. And it's Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 22, right? Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. And that's the end of that verse. But basically, man, have a forgiving heart, man. Be prepared and willing to deal with situations with like unworthy, un, un, unworldly love. And it will work itself out. That's it. Those three things that I want you guys to keep, a, uh, you know, a keep an eye on, man. Look for opportunities to connect with others. Be aware of your power and be kind to yourself. Those three things will help you to start to see through the eyes of love. And I'm telling you, man, more often than not, the reason I'm like more and more sold on this, like I've bought into this is because I have had so many situations just within the last year 
where I had the opportunity to deal with things in a less than righteous way. And I just went into the situation with this overbearing kindness and forgiveness. And it has worked itself out. It has worked itself out. And it took a little bit of minute. I had to go through, a, you know, having a, I didn't have to just be kind to the in this situation or kind to that person just once. It was a few times, but it definitely worked itself out. All right. In a good way, in a positive way that, you know, didn't leave any strife or anything like that. Okay. This is season three, episode six, LOL. I did a lot of laugh in this episode. Lens of love. Show you how to look through the eyes of love. Put your glove goggles on, man. And it's rough, but I'm telling you, the payout is just mag magnificent, man. Yo, that's going to end this episode. If you're somebody who maybe hasn't tried looking through the eyes of love and you're in a situation or something where it just seemed like you tried everything else. You don't have no more to give and you maybe haven't been kind to yourself and you've given up on yourself. You don't believe in yourself anymore. You already know. I believe in you. You got this, man. Pick your head up. I'm telling you, take that one more step. I promise you, your breakthrough comes after that hard step you've never taken, all right? Stay up. Until next week, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. I love y'all. Yeah, yeah.